0: Okay, Oscar fans, we have a real derby on our hands now because this race is changing constantly as more and more films are being shown to uh, more and more folks like us and, and others in the industry. And we have, for example, uh, One Night in Miami just moved up to the number third position in the Best Picture race. It had been down at eight or nine before. And uh, uh, Nomadland is still at number one. But Ma Rainey's Black Bottom has moved up and Minari has finally, we knew that little kind of foreign film they love uh, would do well and that's been moving up. In terms of the new stuff that we're seeing, and let's start with you. Uh, what seems to be gaining momentum in the race? What films seem to be rising?
1: Well, you're calling it, and I mean, Nomadland is is uh, steady as they go, and I said, I think I said this last time, it's going to still have the advantage of being uh, able to come out late, um, and and really hit during uh, the, the the proper award season. I should argue with everyone here. We're still early days. It feels like December. It feels <laughs> like the holidays is when it should all be happening. When Academy members would ordinarily be. Uh, going through their greedily going through their screener piles. Um, The the screeners are eking in Uh, the online links. are starting. I'm I'm aware that there's a lot of guild activity going on uh, sort of under the radar. We're not getting the same buzz. I know that we all try uh, to reach out and talk to people and see, see what they're saying. Um, I'll tell you one movie that's falling in the rankings. Uh, you're right about Ma Rainey. That's very strong. One Night in Miami, very strong. I think News of the World is going to be very strong. It's early yet. Only a few people have seen it. I loved it. I thought it was extraordinary and Me perfect too. fodder for the Academy. Um, I, I think great. Tom Hanks, Paul Greengrass, all of it, all the way down the right. One thing to remember, yeah. um, I'm all over the place as usual. One thing to remember is that the Twitter universe is not the Academy. Those fanboys and um, (laughs) online sites, Clayton, you know what I'm talking about. They are, um, they have a particular sensibility. And uh, the recent Pylon on on George Clooney and One Night in Miami is a case in point. That's a movie that's going to play very well for the Academy, as Hillbilly Elegy has played very well for the Academy, by the way. Uh, But the one that's falling is Mank. Not good. Not playing well at all wow david fincher may not get a best director nomination
2: mm-hmm. that's I interesting i showed it for my screening series and it played better than any movie i'd shown except for a little movie called wild mountain that time it's great with emily blunt that went through the roof for these people and it's very close to the academy kind of demo uh and that's a bleaker street movie that's, that's coming out yeah. this week. yeah it's a very sweet movie but um yeah, uh, not that you asked me, Tom, but uh, yeah, Mank, um, Mank actually is, you know, if you're into all of that, uh, I talked to an Academy voter actually the other day who just was raving about it, going, I wanted more. He literally said, I want more of this. I wanted more of the inside story and, and that sort of thing. But uh, I think production-wise, Mank Tech is only. Uh, going Tech to... only, Yeah, going to...
1: No, the
2: oh, actors
1: could we'll do see. well. The actors um, could do well.
2: Yeah. You know, the funny thing is here, and Anne alluded to it. The Academy really is just beginning to see these things. Uh, they just finally had their first virtual screening of Nomad Land that involved the Academy. I mean, they're not like on the circuit and going back to Toronto or whenever this opened and every little film festival and all. They're not focused on all of that. And uh, so they're just beginning to see these movies. And, and we, we've been seeing them as they go along. I mean, some of them I, I saw months ago now. And, uh, you know, but that's not the Academy mindset. And I agree with Anne, I think News of the World is a terrific piece of filmmaking, really good. And I would say, I don't know who's knocking George Clooney, but I think he did a great job with the Night guy.
1: And I yeah, think the and, tech on that is very good. And in a, in a year when you have yeah. uh, a weak uh, array of big scale movies, I think he shot, he, he hit it out of the park. I thought it was beautifully made. Yeah.
2: I mean, that's a very challenging film. It's epic in its set pieces, outer space and then on the Arctic, when you look at that, but it's intimate and it's human. Um, it's got a lot of elements that are very strong in it. And I, I just, my review just ran actually this morning. And uh, I, I think that one can really play. I think we'll see what mood the Academy's in. Um, I, I'll be interested to see ultimately. Clint, yeah. Um, yeah. What,
0: what is moving on up the list of best picture?
3: Uh, I, I think you hit everything on the moving on up thing. News of the World, I'm not as big on uh, personally as, as everyone else. I think, it's very straight, I think it's very straight down the middle, which could be fine for Academy tastes. And I think it may still do well in that space. Um, I do believe that Mank is falling a bit. I don't think it's going to be enough to push Fincher out of a five in the end. I think this could be another Irishman part two in the end. I think I could see a day where it's like over 10 on Oscar night, uh, you know, in in that kind of uh, world that's built. But I I think it's too much up the Academy's alley to, uh, to, to, to fall. I was actually talking with someone recently David Fincher's Mank reminds me of Martin Scorsese's The Aviator. When everyone was, like, really raring to give Marty an Oscar, and then Clint Eastwood came and took it at the last minute, but then when The Departed opened two years later, everyone was kind of, like, sighed relief and, like, thank God we didn't give it to him then. We can give it to him now for something he's really, really good at. And I I think, you know, that's going to play, play in here a bit about, you know, being do or not. When it comes to Midnight Sky, I'm with – all you guys and I think I think it's Clooney's best movie um uh what whether the the academy at large will go for it I'm not sure I, it could go the way of Blade Runner 2049 I didn't get like four or five texts um but I think Desplat's score is a big contender both
2: think, both his score and James Newton Howard's uh, News of the World yeah. are stunning scores. Yeah. they really are I agree
3: Uh, but yeah, Nomadland is is, is steady, ready, just ready to make its play. Let's let's
0: stick with Nomadland for a second. It keeps sticking at number one and has stayed there throughout this Oscar season and I don't believe it I don't believe it's going to win I I, I like the movie very much but nothing really happens. It's a great mood piece. It's um, a spiritual journey and the rest of it but uh, uh, somebody should have reminded them that plot could have been a good idea in the movie Uh, I just think it's a a nice, wonderful piece of art,
2: but uh, what do you guys think? It's likely uh, to (laughs) uh, play with the critics groups and you know we have the LA film critics and New York film critics who think they're still in uh, 2019 and the Oscar <laughs> season is just like it was. So they're voting this month. Good luck to that. I think they'll be irrelevant by the time it gets around to uh, the Oscar nomination. There's not
1: that but, many movies left to see, though. Really? Yeah, no,
2: no. There's a few, but not not that many. There are a couple that are popping. They're in. waiting
1: for the Critics' Choice and the Golden Globes, and and that'll be that. I mean, yeah. if you're talking about Judas and the Black Messiah or, or United States versus Bill Holiday, and I'm I'm not judging those films. But they may not have been the kind of critics' films that needed the LA and New York. Yeah, Malcolm and Marie
2: is another one that. I haven't kind of seen up. them yet. Uh, I haven't either, but I mean, you know, I, I will. I'm sure. But you know, the, these critics groups aren't going to see everything, but they're going to go for in one order or another first cow and Land. it's almost it's almost certain and
1: uh <laughs> several several 10 best lists have put first first cow at number one well i saw <laughs> not Magistain. an academy picture i'm saying it here and now my <laughs> magazine
2: put first cow as number one and bill and ted face the music at, uh, at oh they 10. love to do that so they love to like do that we're not talking Academy here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, but, but Tom, I, I I, I, I'm sorry, Clayton. I was just going to say, Tom, I think Tom is reflecting a um, certain segment of the Academy that may react to Nomadland that way. But mm. I believe that the new uh, membership and the European membership will come through for Nomadland. Clayton. To oh, you know,
3: I, I was, I was going to say, I was like, we can, you know, it's easy to say about Nomadland. You can say the same thing about Maine, quite frankly. You can say, you know, there some, you know, there needs to be plot and, nothing really happened, you know, there's literally a sequence of Gary Oldman and Amanda Seyfried walking around for like 15 minutes, saying names. Like, Best and, thing in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, just, you know there, there's a lot, uh, you know, it's gonna be different tastes all around, but I, I have to make a point. We're gonna be in uncharted territories after we come back from the new year holiday, uh, you know, Christmas and New Year's. For the first time, we usually, we're ready to coming back and then people are voting. We're gonna come back and sit for two months and kind of look around at each other and go, so... That's it. You guys watched, you know, like... We're in October right now. Yeah. That's
1: right.
2: We're in October. Our Contenders event, which normally would have been done in New York, London, and LA, all finished at this point, doesn't even start until the, after the first of the year. And it will go all throughout the month of January in different ways. And, um, you know, so we're looking at a very different landscape that is very hard to predict ultimately
3: how yeah. it's going to play. And uh, we, and we know. all know like what they do when they're about to go on holiday on December 19th, they usually like grab that screener pile. That's right. It, and then they go home and then they plow through some stuff. So you're talking about now in January, there is no holiday for them to, plow through things they're they either will be watching more things than they ever have or be completely out of the the loop entirely. They, I've they, they heard a from.
2: lot of things about the screener problem there. You know, they're in love with this new digital platform. Yeah. This is the last year supposedly for physical screeners. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of academy members that are sitting around just waiting for their screeners. You know, they don't like the Apple of it all. They don't understand this thing. A lot of them are not. I mean, I've learned how to live with it on a, uh, but I got a big screen TV and I know how to plug it in. But with every movie I watch as a critic, there's some problem that I have to call the support group. There's always a different thing going on. You know, if you can figure out Apple, that's the best way to watch these things. Well,
1: people say that it is... Apple's great. You can load up the apps, and you and yeah. I have figured load this out. Up the apps. Yeah. But But the Academy people have not. I talked to a PGA member who had they, two virtual screening invites to. I think they were mm-hmm. to one night in Miami and and, and Nomadland. They they he, he couldn't get in. He couldn't no. figure it out. He they, he didn't get any support. And, and I, I have, heard this I, from several people. I have uh, the people who are lucky enough to be on the Academy portal are
0: seeing. Thirty minutes to get in to see new because yeah. of all
2: it's the code. It's not easy. I mean, some yeah. of these things and,
3: yeah. And, um, um, and, and First World Problems, I'm also tired of seeing my name on the movie. I know. Like, yeah. like, I, I know. Really like oh, to yeah, something. yeah.
0: And, and print it there.
3: Yeah, Manola
2: yeah. Dargis wrote a whole article about uh, seeing her name there. I'm kind of tired
1: of seeing it. <laughs> but it's like
2: uh you know some some critics go off on the deep end but don't get me started on this but anyway it's uh uh, uh it's interesting to watch these movies with your name emblazoned across them that's for
3: sure yeah learn how to gotta remember how to spell it and mine is spelled wrong sometimes, so though. Oh, the no. mine is always spelled. I do think that uh, there will be
1: screeners, uh, according yeah, to everybody yeah, I've spoken to. I've gotten a few recently, yeah, so. I, I've it's got
3: it was, It's funny. I got the most screeners from Netflix, which is the one that doesn't. That's so silly. It's oh, such in a in waste.
1: The
2: business, no question, right now. Yeah, yeah and they're smart but, to do it. But you know yeah. what? The great thing about screeners, physically, you can hold them up, and it reminds you to watch the movie or of man, that movie, in the uh, in the you know cyberspace here you just don't you don't remember you don't you move on there's 101 movies that last count i think there's a few more now on the academy side. i heard 100 yeah now there's definitely more than that but it's like um most of them are you know the wretched and different weird stuff stuff they don't know it, it's a very different world that they're going to be viewing these movies through this year and we'll see how that affects them.
3: hopefully they'll discover movies that like cause the wretched you know IFC films who always like you know they can't compete with Netflix and the way they campaign you know maybe a, a small movie like Farewell or more will get which seen which I by.
1: love that's one of yeah, my favorite movies
3: too. Clayton that it's on my I, 10
1: best list I
3: adore that film but let if it wasn't for this year like that movie would have zero chance and now it has like five percent chance you know just mm-hmm. just by being on the and platform
1: and indie spirit <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: Netflix has done something very clever, too, uh, at least for us journalist types, is that they've created a new row of preview movies on top so that it's so simple to see a mag or any of their movies. And just uh, the minute you go into Netflix, there they are uh, just for you and no one else can see them. And it uh, puts it right front and center. Let's talk about one race that is really a race. Best Actress uh, it's flipping back and forth, at least among the experts, uh, constantly between Francis McDormand and Viola Davis, and that's not true of the predictions elsewhere in the website. The, um, <clears throat> of course, most of the people at Gold Derby have not yet seen uh, Ma Rainey, etc., or Nomadland, of course. But um, uh, I could see either one of them winning. I, I, I think that's a fascinating race. It's, it reminds us, of course, of the uh, ear fences with Viola. Should she go lead, should she go supporting? Here she, should, she could arguably go supporting uh, as well. And uh, we've got this Vanessa Kirby thing that's very real and on the rise and people are talking about it. And there's great buzz for it and it feels very contemporary. Um, and she's a real threat. And so she's a rising threat in our charts as well. Who wants to tackle that race in terms of uh, who's, who could emerge there? Including your buddy, Sophia Loren, uh, Pete, uh, yeah. sentimental favorite.
2: Well, I was just saying, I just got off doing two interviews in a row with Sophia Loren this morning before I hit on here. And, you know, she's, uh, you know, watch her talk about this and things and if, the, and, and they Netflix has got her out there more than she ever has been. And, um, you know, there's a definite shot for her here. And the movie has actually played really well.
1: It's
2: good. And it played well on Netflix. It opened around the world. uh, And and it was a big hit for them. And uh, so I wouldn't discount her. I wouldn't discount Michelle Pfeiffer either when that gets some, you know, uh, uh, views there. I really like her. For French Uh, exit, yeah. You know, if we're going to talk about the ones that are, uh, overdue she's certainly one of them Vanessa I have Kirby a feeling
1: that French Exit's going to fall away and not, not arrive
3: the last movie that, that opened up wrong. in the eligibility window it was like February 28th or something yeah. like that it's like yeah really- a lot of movies have moved
2: you know um, The Father they moved to February 26th it was supposed wow. to be it was supposed to be this week I just did a zoom with Anthony Hopkins and Olivia Colman and he didn't even know he thought it was o- opening this week but they are determined to put it in theaters and they know that the, the theaters that it needs to be in, it can't be in LA and New York. So mm-hmm. they are pushing it down the line as far as they can to be still eligible wow. uh, with the father, but it is now February 26th going late. You know, there's a few in February, um, you know, and Marie, uh, Malcolm and Marie, uh, the Netflix movie that they're dropping in and Zendaya's hot off the Emmy win. You know, I, I haven't seen it yet, Me neither. So, but you know, I hear it's a great role. So we'll see about her. Vanessa Kirby's fantastic. I've said it a million times in pieces of a woman. If If they can get through the first half hour watching this yeah, yeah. on their downloadable thing, you know, yeah. I hope they can. Um, there's a lot of actresses out there. you can go on and on.
0: And we haven't seen yet things like uh, Andrew Day in United States versus Billy Holiday, which Paramount is really excited about. I mean. Uh, I'm hearing pitches from them all the time.
1: What? I'm going to say that that Viola Davis has the advantage in this situation because of Francis McDormand's wins already. That's the only reason I would give it to Francis in a heartbeat, but they just tend not to do that it's just um unusual and and to the extent that the mainstream academy may not respond to the naturalistic working opposite non-prose kind of aspect of this i give her points i give her hazard pay you know for what she did she she's extraordinary but uh, and also a creative force on the movie but but um i just think that viola davis with the padding and the and the makeup and the, sass, and the audacious yeah. bravado that she, she brings to this the-
2: She did a great 60 Minutes on Sunday. She was on 60 Minutes and they did the whole thing. That is really a great showcase, uh, 60 Minutes to get somebody on and get heat. She definitely has it from that. So uh, we'll see uh, as as she moves along. Uh, Frances McDormand, doesn't campaign. So another
1: aspect, but it hasn't hurt her in the past.
2: No, and you know, but this year is such a weird year that you almost have to be out there as yourself, you know, to bring do, attention. Do, do so you, do you really
3: though? I don't know if you, if you really, especially this year, I think you can get away with skating. Like, cause I mean, well, you got to bring attention to the movie. You sure. I mean, friends, but yeah. but because the movie is such an all around player, I don't think, I think she can get away with it. If it was something like, uh, like pieces of a woman, uh, for instance, that seems to be a Kirby person thing, probably only. Right. If right. Her, she didn't want a campaign, that would hurt her. Francis stepped into that second Oscar, by the way, like, I wanna say not by accident, but like, I think it took a lot of us by surprise that it just ended up being, and she just swept all through, but I'm with Anne, like getting your third is a big deal and it would be, and I, I'm not saying that it's impossible. I think it, it is. Especially if the movie starts picking up more and, you know, we're talking about sweeping stuff. But I mean, I, I think Kirby is the is is the one, the front runner right now. Um, well, the, the critics today,
0: will go with her.
3: Yeah, I,
1: I, I, I don't. I think she's a discoverer who gets nominated. I don't. Think yeah, I don't wins. think she's
3: a front
2: runner I, I think, I, I because I, I think the
1: movie not. itself is so strange what you're all skating around. I mean, some people think the first half hour is the best thing in the movie. Yeah, but it goes downhill. It for a
2: lot of people be
1: <laughs> there's a great scene with Ellen Burstyn. There's problems with Shia yeah. LaBeouf. It's a very arty European film. I liked it, but it's not yeah. mainstream. Academy Ellen Burstyn, all.
0: by the way, in our church is on a straight rise up. Uh, yeah. uh, really, really.
1: Partly because cool. of great interviews like she did with Clayton. She was yeah. awesome yeah. on that. Yeah, the
3: oldest <laughs> acting nominee ever. By the way, Sophia <laughs> Loren would be the oldest Best Actress nominee ever if she's nominated.
2: Yes, and uh, you know, I agree, I, she's very six. strong.
1: I talked to her too, Pete. She's yeah. wonderful.
2: I just, um, you know, we just did her for the KCT thing today. She did her whole career, she's so charming, yeah. And uh, and with Eduardo whispering in an Italian to her,
3: <laughs> <laughs> he's so- charming too. I mean, I mean, listen, I, I, I will admit though, she got a ding because Italy didn't submit the movie, like, yeah, she, it's, it's been a documentary on you know, over, which is
2: you know, like, Italy. It's a political situation, if you're going to get into foreign language and how they submit these things. Um, And, uh, you know, Eduardo uh, lives in, you know, LA. Uh, So he's not, you know, an Italian director living in Italy. She lives in, we just did her in Geneva. Geneva. Yeah, so you know, but, you know, th- that would that would have been nice, you know? And Pinocchio, the other one from Italy, I thought might have gotten in. Instead, they went yeah. for this documentary, but the guy is very Italian and very- I
1: love Naturno. It is yeah. one of my well, favorite the, movies of the year. It's on yeah, my best yeah. Documentaries
2: <laughs> have their own category, in my opinion, but, you know. Yeah. And without, without saying see,
3: too much a spoiler and actress as well, uh, I think Andrew Day could spoil the party. Yes, and I think
2: they're nervous about her over at Netflix. So. I think they could. I think they should be.
3: I think that there's 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 there's, uh, there's there's a there there. Did but they Biola, show it
1: to you, Clayton? No. Yes. Uh,
3: yes. Um, with um Viola Davis though, I think the the ding against her a little bit, and she everybody wants to see her win a Best Actress Oscar. By the way, she'll be the most nominated Black woman ever with four nominations. By the way if she's nominated which is an interesting stat. Yeah. Um I don't I think she lacks the screen time of a best actress winner. Like she's a, she's she's thin on time and I get that a lot of it's going to be about Chadwick and and rightfully so, but to see both of them win actor and actress last time we had that was Jack Nicholson and Helen Hunt in 97 and you know I think I I, I don't know if they would just Go for both. I think Chadwick feels like the reward of the movie is they're going to give it something. I love
1: it that you're so stats oriented, but mm-hmm. it is very important, I believe, to look mm-hmm. at the individual category and the sure. individual year and to see what the because what the way we argued out the actresses makes a certain amount of sense. Chadwick will win. We know that. Yes, I think
3: maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, let's refresh people's memories. There was a debate as recently as three, four weeks ago of whether Chadwick uh, Bozeman should go leader supporting for uh, uh Black Bottom. The courageous decision was made that he should go lead. And now he's way out front. Uh, previously, Anthony Hopkins had been out front in our expert rankings. And I was much uh, um, taken with The Father. I thought it was a much better movie than I anticipated. It was going to be. I was very deeply moved by it. But he's playing Anthony Hopkins, and um, uh, and while Chadwick Bozeman, you could say, is playing Chadwick, he ends up kind of literally stealing the movie, uh, yeah. especially there at the end. And he's got the brashness and the attitude in it, and it just feels important as a as a piece of movie making uh it's
3: broadway history and the rest of it so hopkins will also be the oldest actor nominee ever we have all the oldest stats getting broken in each category well it's
2: like the supporting actress race take out amanda safe rate is they're all over 70. yeah you know i mean it's like uh it's a very older year there's no question which is good for older actors which
3: which is funny because director is so young so
0: Right, let's go through a couple of the more best actor contenders. Uh, Gary Oldman from Mank is now at number four. He's dropped a little bit. Uh, Delore, uh, Delore, Del- Delroy Lindo from The Five Bloods is at number three. Uh, Riz Ahmed has been rising with the sun. He's great. Yeah, he is. And um, uh, the guy who plays the father in Minari, uh, Stephen Yan, if I'm pronouncing his name correctly. It's
2: Stephen Yan and it's called Minari.
1: It's movie. like this. It's me. It's
2: me, naughty. Me, me naughty. naughty. Okay. Me naughty. It
1: almost sounds Italian. <laughs> it
2: does. Okay, it does. Ahead, me naughty, and it's <laughs> and even it's... Young, not spe- not Yun, but um, and you know, not that that matters. I love that movie. That's a Thank very sweet family story. It really wins your heart over.
0: Um, yeah.
3: I think. I think that's a sleeper best picture winner. I'm not even like joking. I think. I think there's a day that that's our winner at the end of this. Could be. It's, it's going to be in
1: the top 10 for sure. And yeah. I also think that um, it's, it's an American movie as opposed yes, to a is. foreign movie. There may be a lot of Korean in it, but it yeah. is a very American movie. And that's part of why it's going to be so powerful, yeah. I think, yeah. as an immigrant story.
2: I definitely story. think so. And it's, it's, as, it's as a global foreign
3: language, by the way
2: it's yeah it's an it's not it, it's an advantage uh actually to be the only movie that a distributor has and a24 is throwing everything they have first cow and they'll get some critics recognition for that but you know they're really this is their big movie Minotti, and it's not and, like and netflix which has 12 movies so and they're very high on the
0: the uh, grandmother character
3: getting an out yeah y j Yeah. yeah she's, great. she's, yeah. she's, she's great. great yeah she can do what Zhao Shen failed to do last year. Which yeah, that was- surprising. Exactly, yes, yes. I thought she that did. About it, that, right? you know. This
1: is less of a comedy than The Farewell was, and I think finally <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The Farewell was sort of dinged by that in, yeah. in the Academy universe. Yeah. I thought it was robbed. I was predicting all kinds of nominations it didn't get, <laughs> but I think Minati will get there.
3: Yeah, and, and Alan S. Kim, that little boy is is something too, and he would be yeah. the second youngest ever. If nominated, I think he's he's really good. I think he's someone that could.
2: I don't know if he's going to get nominated, but the girl in News of the World is going. Helen Zengel. Buy that? She's phenomenal. Don't
3: buy. It. So there are all I these
1: movies it. with older men and younger women, the younger <laughs> girls. <laughs> the trend, you know? There's News of it's the a World. It's USA Today and story. A, a, it's
3: totally. Yeah. yeah. Uh Yeah. I don't buy the Helena Zengel.
1: Midnight thing. Sky. Yeah, that's the other one.
3: We have Tom Hayes Sky, yeah.
0: at uh, number eight. I'm not by that either.
2: He's got two movies actually. Greyhounds.
1: I don't think Ray Greyhound will not. factor. Yeah.
3: yeah. Visual effects.
1: Maybe not even.
3: Maybe yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't think Tom Hanks does. Like, listen, he's good because he's Tom Hanks. But I feel like he does that role in his sleep. Like, you know. That's why people
1: always, uh, that's why he went for such a long stretch without getting yeah. nominated until he did something showy like Fred Rogers. I yeah. think he's one of the great actors we have and I think he's great yes. in this movie. Yeah. But if a lot of people feel the way you do, he might not get in.
3: He's also, And he's also not you getting in. You never
2: know. I mean, it's, it's subtle. The same with George Clooney. He's, he's very... Um, subtle in that performance it's not flashy right can i can so, i ask
3: you guys do you guys I, i'm kind of maybe i'm on this boat alone do you guys think george clooney might have fared better if he went supporting for midnight i i
2: actually thought when i saw the movie that he would it was sort of like syriana yeah and then they told me no he's lead and you know i mean he drives the story so you yeah. can definitely argue him as it, a lead it, it's but close
3: i feel like he i think if he was supporting, it like way, he's, no he's yeah.
1: lead
2: but it's his movie. Yeah. It's his character.
1: No one else's lead.
3: Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. That's I, I, think it's, I think it's an ensemble. That's what I would say. Yeah. Yeah. It's not I mean, going to be a factor the, in the
1: acting race, I, races, yeah, I don't
3: think. Why is
0: Amanda Seyfried uh, so clearly out front for Mank? I don't understand. Because I mean, you know. support,
3: supporting actress is a wasteland right now. And we, and we don't know that we feel the Academy can't pronounce YJ's name, so they won't choose her, but they should.
1: They might, they might. I, am I'm I'm, 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 I'm. I think what happens with an actress, a young actress like Amanda Seafried is is that people think they know who she is and what she can do. And when she hits it out of the park in such a big way and shows us things we've never seen before, right. that's when you get nominated and that's when you lead the field.
2: And I think uh, this is this is true of of her there and you know. But there's wonderful people eligible in that category this year and Ellen Burstyn's you know all the older ones I loved Candice Bergen by the way and let them all talk I thought that she just stole that and she was I think that will fade Um, away
1: into oblivion yeah I don't know. But I, I thought she I enjoyed I, the movie. Really it was liked... fun. But yeah. I don't think it's an Oscar movie. Yeah. It's too, it's too, the production value. He, no one could have made that movie except Steven Soderbergh the way he did it. <laughs> right. But at the same I time, know. it's not the kind of thing Phenomenal. the Academy responds yeah. to as and, an awards and, picture. And,
3: and Olivia Coleman, I think is still on the table. I know she just won also, but I, I think, I think. Sure. She's, a, she's I, in I there. Him. She's in, she's in so second place. father's um, doing very well. Yeah.
0: And and let's go back to your hillbilly elegy observation. Is that Uh, Glenn Close, of course. Glenn Close, uh, who clearly was out front in this category early on before we'd seen the movie. The critics uh, certainly dinged it, but you're saying the Academy liked it. Is she still in the race for a nomination anyway?
2: Yes, I think so. I do. I think she'll get nominated.
0: We
1: have to remember that in February, March, where are these movies going to be? Netflix feels noisy now. a lot of these movies are going to be rear view, small memories.
2: They may be, you know, I don't know. It, it, you know, it's hard to say how they're digesting these films. If
1: critics are that harsh on something, it's really tough to uh, come back. Yeah, Hellbilly
2: Elegy. Ron Howard, Ron Howard told me he has never in his career felt the dichotomy, you know, the difference between critics and the people that he's talking to that have seen the movie. And Mm -hmm. I think that's true. You know, I said, Ron, as you've got a green book here. You've got that problem. You know, it's a a, critics for some reason just don't want to hear from this film. They're revealing the book and what they think about the author of the book. That's what they're doing. There's a
1: lot of that politics, but at the same time, if you have a Metacritic review that's below the 70s, forget it.
2: It's, that's what he was talking about. He said, it's so weird because the people that are watching the movie that, you know, not just the public, but you know, people in the industry, uh, are giving a different reaction to it. Um, and I do think critics are reviewing reviewing the book.
3: Yeah, uh, no, I'm gonna go back to what, what Anne said at the beginning of this uh, episode, is that Twitter doesn't, you know, isn't the Academy, but Twitter also doesn't dictate like what's happening. People have using like, you know, we're, we're digging J.D. Vance as a person, that's why we don't like the movie. No, if the movie's not good, it's not good. and. And I'm a big boy, and I can differentiate the two things and look at a movie and say, this wasn't well done. It's a mess. And Glenn Close and Amy Adams are great actresses. So anything they do is going to be good for because they're good actresses. But this is not Glenn Close's pinnacle career Oscar that she's going to win for. And the movie just doesn't do what it sets out sets out to do. And- I don't
2: know. I totally disagree with you on that. Yeah. I think it does set out. I hadn't read the book. I could care less about J.D. Vance. But I sat here and watched that movie, and it moved me. I thought that story of that family was what he's trying to do, and that's what he did.
3: But will now, it move the Academy as a whole? I don't think it does. I
2: don't know. You know, it may or it may not. Glenn Close has a kind of role in there that tend to get nominated by actors and SAG. Let's not discount SAG here. You know, um, they go like, "Wow, you know, there's that." And when she talks, wow, about good
3: Terminator she, and bad Terminator, what a line! If it's a
1: weak field that she sneaks come, in, but uh, with the, had the actors to dial branch, down that character.
2: but they that's it. That character that woman was at a thirteen. They had to dial her <laughs> down for the movie, yeah. or no one would buy it. But that is who she's playing.
3: So, so what do you think of Maria Bakalova? Do you think she's in? I love that for movie. Barrett. I put it
2: up for best picture. I think it's real. Oh my gosh. That's God, I love it. You know, hey, go for it. I, you know, it's a daring kind of risky thing to make a movie like that. And, um, in fact, I'm doing a thing with him later today, but I think he's a genius. But you know,
0: non-traditional comedies that really, really work, uh, are getting more serious attention on the awards uh, front. My guilty pleasure of the year is, is The Prom. Love I, it, love I, it. I love saw it twice. I thought it was so great.
1: It's gonna sweep the Golden Globes. It <laughs> yeah, will
0: that, that musical uh, comedy category. Boy, I hope uh, they, they give it to Meryl for uh, lampooning her own profession so brilliantly in she's that. She's great, she's great.
3: Yeah, I, I think it's I mean, it come, it's going to come out this week, and I think it's going to be playing in every Academy member's house by their children. They're yes, just going over, and over and over and over And repeat all It's, it's off, going yeah. to capture something. It actually, I, also think, I also think Nicole Kidman is like a standard Globe nominee. I don't know if that's going to translate <laughs> down the line, but she's always been close when we think she's not supposed to be, like bombshell. They, they
1: love her. I know. Her.
3: Yeah. And, and her Zayn has three Golden Globes, you know, I mean, or
2: four or whatever. Yeah.
1: It's a four quadrant movie. I think that's a good point, actually.
2: No, it's a movie it plays that for every generation.
1: Mood.
2: Yeah, depending on the mood voters are in, you know, in dark times, that movie delivers a different uh, scenario for us here. So uh,
0: let's take a look at uh, supporting actor where uh, Leslie Odom is way out front. Uh, he's got almost uh, 80% of the of the uh, predictions of our Oscar experts uh, who wants to explain.
3: I think there's a handicap there because there is no standard front runner for supporting actor right now. He's the easiest thing that we could say he's in of the stuff, but it's a very fluid category. I think, wait for it, Daniel Kaluuya is going to spoil the party for Judas and the Black Messiah. I think people are
1: surprised that he's going uh, supporting um, and he could be a strong uh, contender. I am like you trying to figure out which of the folks uh, I think Odom is ahead. I think he will take it. I think I think the way that one night in Miami will be rewarded for sure. Is him. But the, um, and maybe Kent Powers. Uh, Sasha <laughs> 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 anyway, Baron
2: Cohn. Co- in it. He's in it. and Oh,
1: Sasha's a good, a, a very, Sasha Baron Cohn is a very strong contender in this category.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think for sure. I, I think um, that cast of Trial of the Chicago Sevens fantastic. Frank mm-hmm. Langella is really great. But there
1: are too many of them, and they're going to yeah, make and each Mark other out. Right. I think Jeremy's strong and Marker. Yes. I looked at your chart yesterday, Tom, and I was surprised that Rylance was was so strong. I know. Because there's too. so many other, co- like Yahya Mateen yeah. is great, too. Abdul Mateen, he's wonderful. Yeah.
3: I, 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 an actor from that movie needs to get in for the film to really have a shot at best picture. They need to find some type of consensus type of figure. I know Parasite won last year without an acting nomination, but
1: it's not, Sasha it's not. would be Sasha's. Oh, I,
3: the, think Sasha, Sasha, he, Sasha I
0: think Sasha. he'll, he'll get just, in. Hold on. This category, as we know, is often the veteran achievement award. Is Bill Murray the veteran this year? Yeah, he's great.
1: They he, love him. Love
3: There's a him. lot of veterans, though. It, there, I mean, Bill's could be one of them. But, Stanley Tucci could be another.
1: I haven't and, seen that yet.
3: Oh, it's which one? So yeah, it's Stanley it's, Tucci and Supernova. Oh, I saw that
2: movie. I forgot it the next day, but I did think the <laughs> acting was good.
1: What a um, dismissal! <laughs> I, I
2: I did think he was good. I thought actually, I thought um, Colin Firth. Uh, Colin Firth was even better. Yeah, he's Fantastic. Um, and uh, you know, it's a very slight little movie though, and that's that's the you know the problem. that goes in
3: um, and the other veteran, uh, David Strathairn. I know he doesn't have a lot of screen time, but look, I, he he. Uh, so I would say he smells a little bit like Alan Arkin, a little bit of sunshine, James Coburn, Affliction. Right, like exactly. Just in I know.
1: He serves yeah. the movie beautifully. He's an extraordinary yeah. actor, and seen. I love him. But yeah. I, I don't think he um, is showy enough. Honestly.
3: I don't either. In that movie, I barely. He serves remember. the movie
1: appropriately,
3: yeah. though. Well, yeah, I, I think of like Catherine Keener and Capote, like that on paper shouldn't have happened, but it did. Like, you know, well, she... you know, you're right in the
2: sense that they they are, you know, actors are voting for like James Coburn, who was, you know, a veteran and that sort of thing. And we sometimes see that. I don't know if Strathairn is quite that, but, you know, James Coburn knew everybody in the business and everybody and yeah. had yeah. worked with everybody in the academy. And then he's playing that kind of role. That's tailor-made. Strathairn's role is really secondary in in this movie, yeah.
3: so. Uh, he doesn't example.
1: even get the girl.
3: No. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> we, uh, I was also thinking we, of Alan Alda in The Aviator, too, as an example. Yeah, like you No, know, we seldom very, allow
0: this to happen at Gold Derby, where we will permit a, a uh, an actor to go both lead and supporting. Usually, we're very tough, and we say, uh, make a declaration one way or the other. And in the year of Viola Davis with Fences, we uh, broke that rule and we said, all right, we'll let her go both. And then she would rank at four or fifth for lead actress and consistently at number one in supporting. And I think that was one of the factors that led them to believe that. But this is just, a, here's, here's a curiosity factor. We allowed Chadwick Boseman to be in both categories, too. And in Best Supporting Actor, he's ranked number nine, while he has such a clear advantage in the Best Actor. For The Five Bloods or for Ma Rainey? For uh, for number one, of course, for best lead for Ma Rainey, but uh, Five Bloods for. um,
1: When I was looking at the supporting actor category and trying to figure it out, because I agree with Clayton that it's extremely fluid and hard to call right now.
0: I do, too. I just think it's interesting that there's the uh, people with an option are putting him there. Now, let's last big category. We have a lot of women this year, finally, Uh, a lot of foreigners, uh,
3: a lot of fresh air. What do we think? It's young. Uh, Chloe Zhao. Chloe Zhao, yep. Chloe Zhao, it's her her time. It's her moment. Mo, she'll she'll be the first since, uh, well, she'll be, you know, Alfonso Cuarón did it, and uh, Warren Beatty did it twice, four nominations, I think, in one day is coming her way. What what Uh, thrill! Producing, directing, writing, and editing. Oh, editing. Oh. Yeah, she edited the movie too. During COVID. Yeah, they all edited during
2: COVID. But. Yeah, and but. she's got
1: another Marvel movie coming, The Eternals, which could yep. mean that she doesn't campaign as much. But judging so far, she's out there. She's doing she's stuff. doing stuff.
3: I, we had her on, on our podcast. I think Regina
0: so. King has a real chance to win this. Uh, we're seeing her steadily rising. There's so much goodwill for her. You know, go back to the Emmys over the past 10 years. Three of the four Emmys that she won were
2: upsets. That that's true. we just out with
0: nobody Whoa. saw
1: seven seconds since she won anyway. Yes,
0: yeah. exactly. She was in the movie for seven seconds, even. Yeah.
2: But Got yeah, it. but you know, that's the Oscars and the directing category is a different bag yeah. in terms of. She's the definitely
1: voting. in, though, don't yeah. you think, Pete?
2: I don't, I would never say definitely, not with that branch. Yeah. Um. <laughs>
1: and she, and, and she won she's like Venice. Greta Gerwig she's a movie star so she gets extra yeah, I
2: mean that could be but you know directors are well, their, own, their own bag um, I, what about uh, Paul Greengrass I think he's, he's, in,
1: I think
0: he's
2: at number he's five
0: mm-hmm. it's important news of the world we've got David Fincher still in second place for Mank Aaron Sorkin number four for Chicago 7
3: Aaron Sorkin smells like uh, Martin McDonough Peter Farrelly to me
1: oh, I like, think he, he gets in
3: like I, I, he could make it, in, but I think he could also be that big miss on the morning. Real quick, uh, Pete, just back. I agree with your point with the director's branch being very different. Like to get him for Regina King. Uh, Regina King would be the first person to win an Oscar for acting and get nominated for directing after no one has ever been able to. Oh, after. That. Oh yeah, um, after. yeah. Lawrence Olivier uh, didn't do it. Like it, oh. did, it never happened. BD, be the
0: BD, oh, yeah. Yeah. He didn't win for acting. That is true.
3: Interesting.
2: Yeah, that.
0: interesting. A Spike lot Lee of the
1: big stars who are directors are not always rewarded for their acting.
3: Spike Lee is at number six. Spike. Spike is going to be close. Can I? Can, I want to ask you guys. This is for all of us. Emerald Fennel. Can we talk about that for a second? Promising young woman. Yeah. Can we believe I, that, or do we believe yeah. that's just
2: internet? I like that movie, but I, you know, I saw that in a theater before they all shut down in yeah. March. That was the last one. Then I saw Tenet uh, in Orange County, but um, I, I, yeah, I'm going to have to watch I, I that movie it again. Read. I,
3: I honestly really just don't know.
1: I think it's a discovery of a major talent and mm-hmm. a, a small independent film with a great performance. Um, we haven't been talking about Carrie Mulligan.
3: No. I think she's in. That's right.
2: I don't. I wouldn't go that far. I, you know, it depends. <laughs> I, I got to watch this again. I just got the screener. Yeah. But yeah. um, she, she's a, she's I'm going to
1: say that this plays better younger than older, and that's not good at the academy. I, I, I,
3: I could, I could, too. That, I think that's, yeah.
2: yeah, that and, that could be, yeah. That it's one. a good movie. I yeah. liked it. She's uh, in that one sure.
3: nomination hell where she can't get her second nomination despite it being such a long time ago. And she had well, some.
1: Carrie nom- Mulligan is a very strong actress in the right role. She'll get nominated again. I'm not yeah. sure this is the right role.
2: Every movie that she's had where they've talked about, like, suffragette, those kind of things you know they weren't quite the vehicle that was going to get her in in that particular that's right. year and this is another year like that where i'm not sure promising young woman is the vehicle that's going to get her in that incredibly crowded category this Agreed. year that's it
3: yeah
2: um i think with the academy expanding and internationally with 10,000 members that the 200 reliable people that go out to every food event/screening slash are not going to make a difference. The word of mouth out of that helps, but it can't push a organization that's all over the world now, you know, and say that because they're shaking hands here in Los Angeles or New York, that that's going to you know change anything. So Francis the McDormand Clayton uh, mentioned Francis McDormand didn't have to campaign for um, three billboards you know and, and she makes a point of not campaigning and and she had the performance and didn't matter if she was out there really doing that it matters for movies and other people that want to get in to the race you know and and that's the only way you can do it and then you and and you build that uh by affecting all these different little uh award shows that come before and the critics things and and all of it can build and and it's it's a part of it but it's not gonna make a huge difference if we have that. What we don't have is is the feel of a of a, you know of a normal Oscars here where people So are, we
1: have to reach out and talk to more people and yeah, that's what I'm trying harder to do. To, to we get just get have to ask them
2: because I'm not there with them every day. Yeah. You well, know?
3: Yeah and I would say but they are there is curiosity there. I mean I've gotten some calls or you know i've spoken to some academy members and people that have reached out that will ask me like is there something i should be watching i think and i think you were about to say it before when pete started talking like the media i think is to me probably the most important we've ever been now
1: and those critics groups
3: yeah i think they're gonna look to for the guidance and i think what film Twitter has always like declared that they can shape the kind of thing. I think for the first time, the media can actually steer some people in the right direction. I'm wondering if we're going to have like another Ethan Hawke situation where someone leads the critics groups and then just like misses out in the end, or if there's going to be someone that steamrolls. are we going to know? Cause I think of like Willem Dafoe and Laurie Metcalf, the year of three billboards, like they led the critics groups. And when we got to the televised shows, it switched it was Sam Rockwell and Allison Janney the whole way.
1: All right, I know Pete would agree with me here. The, the, the thing about what we're talking about is how do, um, how did the critics and media uh, mediate and curate and recommend, that's one thing. That's incredibly important to get people to watch it in the first place. The second thing is that it, the Academy taste is not the same as the critics. Yeah. And that's the de- de- defining difference.
2: It's completely different. It's it's Roma versus Green Book. It's right. this, you know it's and it still exists in the Academy. It's ever changing. We think you know with the international group coming in. But I ever since they started that, I keep saying, do you know all these international filmmakers and put Chloe Zhao among them? They're just dying to do American movies. They're dying to do these <laughs> big movies. That's what they watch. And, you know, they may be leading the charge in voting now, too, for movies you wouldn't expect. They may not be voting for the movies they're forced to make. Uh, they want to make other things. And, and, you know, you don't know. You don't so know It's
3: going to be, be Me versus Hillbilly Elegy in the end. So let's just prep yeah. ourselves. Well, up. you know, uh,
1: <laughs> I don't. I don't think Hillbilly I, Elegy I don't is playing with so. the no. important branch. Uh, I don't,
2: I don't <laughs> think that's going to happen. I do think <laughs> the critics can, you know, just pile on and make something, you know, not happen uh most likely by the end and you know they'll have some influence but la and new york are you know going so early i agree with Anne i mean by the time you get to the yeah the, but they're
3: also not the only ones i mean the scripters are gonna they're holding the calendar year also who are they the uh, scripters the okay. like, like, like,
1: adapted screenplay there are some people that are
3: some, <laughs> yeah, there are some there are some groups that are gonna say in the calendar year and yeah they're they're gonna feel like irrelevant when others start other stuff comes on, but remember five more months to go, you know, that's well, that brings
1: up a very important issue. And I'm sure we're all feeling it a little bit in this, uh, gathering, who the hell cares anymore,
0: I mean, really. And, that, and after all, the thing's I, are only golden-plated. It's not like it's a
2: solid piece of gold.
1: <laughs> We're still getting it up at this point, but where are we gonna be in January, February? Oh well, my yeah, God. Well, yeah, you know,
2: it's gonna be a, it's a it's a problem. And boy, you look at these movies, this list of movies in, in general, and it's it's kind of depressing that, uh, that it's not a normal year. No, that's for sure, you know.
1: I'm curious to see what Soderbergh and Stacey Sher and Jesse Collins do with the uh, Oscars. I think this is a case where uh, we, I'm guessing, I, I think it's fair to say that Soderbergh would ordinarily not be that interested in producing the Oscars. But in this special year, in this special situation with the pandemic and with his role at the DGA as the sort of uh, leader uh, coming up with protocols, um, I think it's wonderful uh, that someone as innovative and creative as yeah. Soderbergh is going to be running the show. It's going to be about the movies
2: and the movie business and theaters. And I, they are going to launch the, you know, the return of movie going as they, they see it. The That's Matthews. what they should do.
1: That's what their role is.
2: That is what that show will be about. And yeah, if it's I, not, I, I they're th- missing the boat.
3: I think we're going to get a really interesting host out of out of the Soderbergh. Uh, uh-huh. I think they we're going to get a
1: host. Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> Cheryl will bring her, her guy
3: they in. They need a host. <laughs> a host.
2: <laughs> You've got to have a host in this. Yeah, I, th- I, th- I,
3: I couldn't th- agree more. Yeah, we're getting. I think we're getting. You're gonna have to, and I think it's gonna be someone so left field that we're gonna go. Okay, let's let's watch this.
1: Keegan Michael Key, I'm him. I, I, w- so I would be very
2: so towards that. we're yeah. gonna need some draw, somebody that's gonna bring in an audience because they can't bring in the audience with these movies. So um, that's
3: true. Who would it you know? be? I mean, Tom could, Hanks. They they might. I mean, listen. I think a lot of people are gonna tune in to see Chadwick. You know, I mean, not see him there, but see him win an oscar well i
2: do agree with that oscar i mean he has history. black panther uh uh cred you know cred you like. and <laughs> that sort of thing and and that was a a, a well-rated oscar show uh yeah. sort of we, uh, we
3: can have our most diverse oscar lineup ever head to toe like this could That's be true. A really, yeah a really absolutely movie. could be spike lee um, could host.
1: I'd like that. I that. <laughs> yeah, I have two Spike Lee's on my ten best list because American Spike Utopia was my other favorite. Oh,
3: did you like you liked American Utopia? Oh,
1: I watched it twice. I danced around my living room. I highly recommend Escape Fair. American Utopia. Yeah,
2: that's winding up on all these 10 best lists and these critics are, I'm going like, it's a film stage play. I mean, it's good. I liked it, but it, it, cinematically as a movie, you it's know, very it's
1: cinematic. Yeah. Spike did Seems, a great
3: so, job. So is Hamilton. Pete, why are you so like, I'm really going, nice. going like a, He's looking at it a...
1: like a wasted slot in the Oscar race. This <laughs> yeah. has nothing to do with the Oscars.
3: Yeah, right. Ha- Hamilton's good. Do, what do you fall on small acts, Pete? I'm curious. On on on, like, are they films? I, 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 well, they say they, they, they're
2: doing an Emmy campaign Yeah, oh, uh, and some yeah. of them are 60 minutes. So I don't think they're feature films. One okay. of them is, are, are a couple of them. Um, so they are what they say they are. They say they're a television series. So, yeah. you know, oh, I put Lovers Rock it. on my yeah.
1: 10
3: best. It's yeah, one of the best it, things so I've, I've ever seen. Yeah. There's some people that are like on different sides of it.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Originally I thought when it was going to can that this was a, a movie thing, yeah. you know, and, uh, but that's not what Amazon's saying. But Amazon is unique, among other things. They'll take a movie out of Sundance, like Sylvie's Love, and they will make it for television. And yeah. uh, and they have another one like that, too. You know, that, that they decide, no, this is a TV, um, uh, Uncle Frank, which they took yeah. out of Sundance. And this is for the Emmys. And, and they do that a lot over there. So they define things and, you know.
1: They're doing um, very well with Sound of Metal, I have to say.
2: I thought Sound of Metal was really good. And I resisted seeing it, first of all, because I've always had ear infections since I was a kid. And uh-huh. to watch a guy going deaf is painful. Yeah. But it was so interesting to me uh, to see that. And then to see him learn how to do the drums and, and so effectively. Uh, that's a great performance. And shouldn't that's, be why, a-
3: that's why that's Riz, why Riz is climbing. Riz, I think, is future LAFCA Best Actor winner. Like, I feel but- like... He's that could happen.
1: There. You're not he's wrong doing, about that
3: at all. He's really, really well. Yeah. Absolutely, especially that final scene yeah, where he just
0: seems to accept it all.
3: finally. Yeah. Oh, I, I love that. Scene. I love that scene in the in the in the RV. That like he like destroys one shot one take that scene
2: that was great plus it's a sound nomination just waiting (laughs) i guarantee well now flash
3: well yeah now with it combined i wonder like that's gonna be new for us too like how do they that's true with this combined uh race
2: well they were always they're just adding the sound editors to the uh, thing so i think that movie if that doesn't get nominated for that there's no hope but (laughs) yeah
0: yeah. All right, well, let's wrap up here. Thank you so much for the update. It's getting to be a uh, a real race now, and uh, we will soon have more and more frontrunners. A
2: real race that Ann says nobody cares about.
1: <laughs>
0: well, <laughs> I, I disagree, Ann. I'm sorry. There's I,
1: evidence. There's evidence. <laughs>
0: well, there's evidence, yes. Uh, there but there I are think definitely also some people Nobody that has like, seen these movies yet, except like. <laughs> okay.
1: you know what i'm being a little bit arch but uh, i guess what i'm trying to say is in the overall context of things um we shouldn't take it all too seriously, seriously.
3: right and that yeah. should be an ongoing rule don't take this too serious that is true yeah, yeah. from ann thompson the wise but let's
0: uh, give it let's give it to the oscars because uh they have stuck to it the show
1: will go on and good for them Uh, Thank you, my friends. We'll talk soon.